Hello, and welcome to another episode of Navigating Life with Coach Lowe. As always, I am so happy that you are here. I hope that these stories have been a blessing to you. We are now in season two of Navigating Life with Coach Lowe, and I'm so excited. I uh, just want to thank everyone for your support, for the faithful listeners, for those who have subscribed, for those who have shared, for those who have liked. Thank you so much for joining in. Um, Today, though, I want to introduce my next fabulous guest. Y'all already know the script. I have the best guests on this show and they are dropping science, major wisdom gems. They are doing it, but they are sharing with you so you don't have to go through the same things they went through, but that you have the uh, a little uh, uh, edge. You, you can leverage the things that you learn here in your personal life so that you too can be your best self. But today I have the author of the 61 day challenge to better habits, my girl, my friend, a woman of candor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) A woman of candor, Esther Calloway. Esther, thank you so much for being my guest. Thanks for coming on today. I just want to uh, give you an opportunity to just uh, share with the audience who you are, what you're doing, what the 61 day challenge is about. We'll get into that, but I mean, you could say whatever it is that you want to say about it. So you got it. Well, first of all, Olita, thank you so much for allowing me to come onto your podcast. I am so thankful and excited for this opportunity. Um, we met at Women of Candor, right? And so it has just been such a blessing to be able to like connect with women that are on the same missions, you know, have the same drive. And so I'm just thankful for the opportunity. But hey, listeners, <laughs> I am Esther Calloway, originally born and raised in Dallas. Um, so thankful for my experience. You know, both of my parents, or my father was a pastor, so grew up in church. He was a pastor for 40 years. Um, Both of my parents are unfortunately deceased, but I'm just so thankful for my support system. I have a beautiful daughter uh, who's 16 that I am raising um, as a single parent. Single. Single. Yes, yes. (laughs) Y'all heard that. Where is Boaz? That's what we're talking about. (laughs) He is coming. I've already manifested that. We'll talk about that in this, in in my book, right? About how to create those habits that actually manifest those things. Um, but I, you know, I, I actually wrote this book, um, or I started the journey for this book in 2016 and it has just been such a process. You know, I, I, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I actually work with, with artists. I do booking and management for artists, message driven music. And so, you know, I started my business about actually it'll be 11 years, uh, this year, Ecoloway management. Yeah. And so I have just been through so many ups and downs and just being able to like get to the point of stepping out on faith and saying like, you know what, I really want to do this full time, but then also realizing that I was not ready to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not prepared for, for what it takes to actually run a business and to make it successful. And so there were just like so many different opportunities of discovery that I had to really face and go through that really brought me to the point of writing this book, because I really realized that I have to change my habits. Like the reason why my life at the time that I was just so unsatisfied was because I felt like my health is bad. My, my business is bad. My finances is bad. My relationships are bad. Like 
I have to figure out what it is that is the, the constant. And what I discovered was the constant was that I was not finishing things all the way to completion. I would start things and then I would stop. And so I had a habit of quitting on myself. And that was the first thing that I really wanted to start digging into was, okay, so if that's my habit, then how do I actually start changing that? How do I intentionally focus on developing better and healthy habits for my life? And that's kind of how we got to this point of the 61 day challenge to better habits. So I'm just thankful to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know, it's funny how life will take us through a journey before we are able to really see the significance of what God was doing in our lives Mm -hmm. and how we can effectively impact others' lives for good because of our experiences, right? Right, absolutely. So like you talked about, um, you recognize that, hey, you know, there are some things that I am not pleased with that are going on in my life. But if there is going to be change, the change starts with me. And that is the first thing that so many people are challenged by. So when I was thinking about this, I was like 61 days. Wait a minute. (laughs) Somebody told me that it took 21. (laughs) So that's the lie. That's the lie that... (laughs) that has literally like wreaked havoc across society is that people believe that it takes 21 days to build a habit and it's just not true you know i mean research shows that they actually did a study in my book i talk about a study that they did at the university of london and Mm -hmm. they took a group of people and they determined like what at, at what space at what time do people really start you know, that their habits start becoming habitual, right? It's just something that I, that's automatic. Mm-hmm. And what they discovered is that it's actually a very large range, Lolita. Some people take 18 days, some people take 254 days, right? But the median in that was about 61 to 66 days. Mm-hmm. Now, the book that I was reading at the time um, is called The One Thing, and it literally changed my life. I wish I had it right now, um, but it you really- know, We not put nobody on, but- I know, I know, I know, I know. already I know. mentioned I, I, I want to I wanna just share, look, your whole background is about books, right? Look at all of these books behind you. It really, like other people help inspire, inspire people, inspire people, right? One of my really good friends, Omar Jawar, um, he, he says that a lot inspire people, inspire people. And so I was inspired from that book to write my own. Mm-hmm. But in that book, it talks about that, you know, it, they, they actually encourage 66 days. Okay. Well, when I started the journey, it was November 1st of 2016. And it was 61 days until January 1st. And so I was like, I only have 61 days. Like, I'm just gonna like, if I could just focus in on 61 days right now, then when I get to 61, then we'll talk about 66 and 110 and 254. But let me just get through 2016, (laughs) focusing on one thing. And what I discovered was 61 days was my niche. You know, it was my sweet spot. And so what I've discovered is that it works for so many other people. Um, So my thing is that if you can get to 61 days, you can get to 66, you can get to 100. You can get to two years down the road, which is where I am right now. I started 2016. It's 2021. I still actively do the 61 day challenge because I understand how important it is. And it really is a tool that helps you get from one place to the next in your life. So that's how I got to 61 days. Cause I felt like that's all I had at the time, you know? Yeah. 
So yeah, so okay, so let's so let's dive in. So what what do you think or why do you think that better habits um help people to transform their lives? In your book, The 61 Days to Better Habits, your tagline is how to transform your life one habit at a time. Yeah. yeah can y'all see that? Because y'all need to get y'all book. Yes, this 61 day challenge started. Thank you very much. Yes. Support. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, so that's your tagline. So why do you, what did you find in your, on your personal journey was so important about the habits, the way you did life that changed and transformed your life? Yeah. Well, what I discovered is that our habits are the thing that create the reality of the life that we see. So at that space that I was in in 2016, because I was so unhappy, when I started to drill down, it was like, it really is just my daily habits, right? My daily habits of not completing tasks, my daily habits of eating the wrong things and putting the wrong things in my body, my daily habits of not being present in the moment and really thinking about so having too many tabs open, right, in our brain. Oh. And so what I focused in was if I could just change one thing about my life, and I'm all about, I'm all about focusing on one thing at a time. And that doesn't mean that we don't have so many multiple things that we have on our to-do list. But for me, I'm an ABC one, two, three person, Lolita. I need <laughs> step one, step two, step three, step four. I, and when I do my, I do a power list every single day, I list five things and I go one, two, three, four, and I mark it off as I do it. That's how I function and how I operate. So I knew that going into any type of challenge, if you do too many things, then you fail at one, you, you everything else it goes to the wayside, right? You just like, okay, well, I know that I said that I was going to set this high expectation and we do this a lot for New Year's resolutions, right? We go into January and we like, I want to lose a hundred pounds by March, you know? And, and so the goal is so high and so unrealistic that we set ourselves up for failure because we can't reach it. And so the one habit that I really focused on when I first started was just physical activity. I'm like, I need to get moving. Mm -hmm. right? I'm, I'm too still. I'm always sitting at my desk. Like if I could just commit to 15 minutes of physical activity every single day, then that's the one habit that I, that will really help transform my life and make me at least feel better on the inside. So then I can start reflecting that on the outside. And so the, the focus of the one habit is because if you can focus on just one thing at a time, then you're able to really understand and measure if you're reaching your goal, right? So obviously when we talk, and we'll dig into this too, but just some of the rules is that you have to set something that is measurable, something that you can quantify and something that's realistic. And so I always encourage people just do one thing at a time. Like don't overwhelm yourself because if you overwhelm yourself, then most of the time you're just going to quit altogether. So that's how the, the one habit was something that really helped me say, okay, if I could just do this, it could transform my life. And that's where I got that tagline because I really had to apply that to my life to see if it was true. And it worked. It really and did. I, and I love that because in the book, because it is 61 days, it is broken down in those steps. Yes. And so, um, we so let's let's talk about this so let's talk about day one yes 
the first thing. <laughs> Y'all, we've got to learn how to commit. And so mm -hmm. I was just like, damn, she hit that wisdom gem right there because it is so true and, true. and even for me as a life coach, what I find yeah. is that so many people don't want to make commitment to anything. Yeah. Like, what is it that you fear? You're not stuck. You can always change your mind. If mm -hmm. you want to go in a different direction that you positively, absolutely have permission to do that, but right. you cannot go anywhere without commitment. Share with mm -hmm. us what that process was like for you and why that was, you were very intentional about positioning that day yes. one. Yes, and, and just to your point, the reason why people are afraid to commit is because they're afraid to fail, right? right? It, when, when I discovered where I was in my life, one of the things that I realized was that I keep quitting on myself, right? So it it created a fear. And normally what fear does is paralyzes us, right? We right. feel like we can't move forward. We feel like we can't commit. We don't want to commit to ourselves because we just don't want, we, we're tired of failing on our own, on, on ourselves, right? On our goals, on our missions. I wanted to do this, but I quit. So let's just not even set expectations. So that means that we won't have anything to base our failure off of. So okay. that's the reason why a lot of people don't commit. But the important thing about commitment, not necessarily commitment to anyone else, but commitment to self first, commitment to God, and then commitment to self and knowing that I have the power and the authority to actually walk out this commitment and finish it to completion, right? Yeah. So at the, you know, I talk about that in the book that actually finishing something is the goal. It's not necessarily about whether you hit your target. Right. If you talk to a lot of millionaires that have like all of these big dreams and big visions, right? They actually start with like five things that they want to do in the year. Yeah. They may only accomplish two or three of them, but they made a commitment to complete the task, whether they reach their goal or not. Right. And so I, went, I encourage people to not necessarily be so focused on, if I lost X amount of pounds or if I, you know, finished um, my, my education by this deadline or whatever the case is, it's like, are you still moving forward? And that's right. the, that's the commitment. The right. commitment is not quitting on yourself. The commitment is keep moving, even in the midst of feeling like I feel stuck. Are you progressing toward your goal? That is the commitment, not necessarily whether you reach it at a certain amount of time, not necessarily whether you get to where you're trying to go at by X, you know, by December. It's are you closer to your goal than where you were 61 days ago? Right. That's the commitment that I that I require for people to make. And the reason why, again, that's so important. I actually talk about this in a book because. I had a lot of people that grabbed, that got the book. They read it in two days. They were like, oh my gosh, this is so good. And I love hearing that, right? right? I love it. But at the same time, it defeats the purpose if you read a 61-day challenge in two days. Right. Because that tells me that you're not making a commitment. Right. That tells me that you're not here for the long haul. This is not a easy read. I don't want you to sit in the corner and read it in two days. What I want you to do is take the challenge. Yeah. Like that's what the, the purpose of this is. So that at the end of 61 days, you can say, I actually built a healthy habit that's going to continue to be with me. And that's going to be sustainable for the rest of my life. Not by the end, not, not a day 62. Right. It, it's so 
interesting because some people consider it like a fast, you know, when you think about the Daniel fast that we, you know, a lot of us do, we, you know, do it at the, the first 21 days of the, of the year. But at day 22, you like, girl, where my chicken at? Right. <laughs> Let me grab this soda. Like whatever it is that you were fasting from, you want to get back into that. But the 61 day challenge is the complete opposite of that because you don't go into the challenge thinking about what you want to stop doing. Mm-hmm. You, you go into the challenge thinking about what you want to build. It really is changing your mind and changing your perspective of how you build healthy habits because a lot of us be like, you know what? I want to stop this. I want to stop doing that. I don't want to do this anymore. So you go into it already in a mindset of, of negative, right? You focus right. on the things that you want to stop doing. And I encourage you to come into this challenge saying, what do I want to build? What do I want to replace this unhealthy habit with? And that's where you want to place your focus. So you have to just commit to that. Nice. So, so there were two other days that stood out to me yeah. and I didn't, I just kind of flipped through the book um, yeah. because I, I'm actually going to do the challenge. And so I got to have you back on because I got to have my own testimony. That's right. <laughs> Yes, I love it. So, yeah, so I I just, I I loved it. But day seven Mm -hmm. talked about trusting the process. And then, and then the other day, all of the days were very, very significant in their own right. And you talked about the Holy Spirit, Spirit writing this book. I was just like, she is nailing this thing. Listen. At day 61, you called it the commitment to completion. And I was just like, you know, that is the part that people are missing. So let's talk about those two days. So trusting the process, if you, I don't know if you could remember where you were um, at day seven and why you wrote what you wrote. But I mean, just even right now, when you think about trusting God through the process, trusting yourself to get through mm-hmm. the process. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's hard stuff. And people it struggle is. with that in the daily. So this book is very necessary in, mm-hmm. in our current environment with so much changing and shifting in the world around us. People are having to reinvent themselves. So if you're not open to change mm-hmm. and transformation and renewing and deciding to create some new habits about mm-hmm. your life life then you're not going to see yourself on the side of success so So, yeah so on the trusting the process I don't remember exactly where I was when I wrote this however I've had to apply this to my life since then and (laughs) and 2020 was the perfect year to apply trusting the process because when I talk about that that level of fear that paralyzes you I had that last year Lolita I felt like I was in a place where I'm like I don't, Lord, are you coming back? What is happening with it? Is this, is the time now? Like what is happening? I really felt very, you know, paralyzed where I I was afraid to move forward because I, it just kind of felt, you know, shaky. You know, I felt like I was on shaky ground and it got to the point where I had to not only trust the process, but trust the word. And yeah. that was a part of the process of my process. You know, my process at the time was saying, and I and I and I kicked in the 61 day habit last year. I said, you know what? I need to dedicate the first 15 minutes of the day to prayer and meditation. 
that that was my 61 day challenge i'm like i need to build a habit of really getting in tune with god and really trusting him and knowing that regardless of how chaotic because 2020 was so chaotic on so many levels regardless of how chaotic everything around me looked that what's in me is solid what's in me is unshakable what's in me is trusting God and trusting that this is a part of his process to get me to wherever he needs me to be, to get the people around me to wherever we need to be in order to prepare us for whatever is next. I literally had to dig down deep inside and go to and do some foundational work. And that's what trusting the process is. When you, when you feel like you're not trusting the process, that says that you don't trust the foundation that you're standing on. Right. Right. That means that the foundation that you're, that you're either on sand you you know that the the water is coming in and you just like things are starting to shake up but when you really have a solid foundation that you can literally put your trust into and that process is what that solid foundation is and of course god right so god is a part of that process but when you really understand that this is a part of it right so when we're talking about and i use health because i feel like everyone can identify with that because we've all maybe wrestled or struggled with our health and trying to trying to make sure that we are staying consistently healthy. But when you think about health, it's like, okay, so going and exercising, that's a part of my process. That's not something that I can skip, right? Physical activity is not something that I can skip if I want my end result to be that I released X amount of weight or I relieved 35% of my body fat, whatever the case is, you know that in order to get from A to Z, that those letters in between are part of my journey and a part of my process that I cannot avoid. So I know that I have to trust that the actions that I'm taking is only pushing me closer to that. So I I really encourage people in the book, again, you have to get to the point where you're trusting this process because this even the 61 day challenge is a process. When you start getting into, you know, the the day 30s, 20s, 30s and 40s, you know, it it starts looking real, real bleak. (laughs) Right. And I tell people that at the top, we started a 61 day challenge in January on the first with a group of, you know, challengers that I call them on Facebook. And you can tell the, the momentum when you first come in that gate, you like, yes, let's go. You know, the first, even first 21 days, you like, woo. And then when you start getting to that day 30 and 40, you like, oh Lord, this is harder than I expected. Right. But you have to go back to that point of saying, Okay, I trust the process. I know what I'm doing this for. I even tell people in the making a commitment part, write it down. Like what commitment are you making to yourself at the end of day 61? Because when you're in the middle of this, you're going to need it as a reminder. Remembering your why. Yes, you have to remember your why. Absolutely. So that's what the, the trust in the process. And then for the day 61, you know, going back to what we were talking about, the importance of commitment is really just finishing and not necessarily like, you know, holding yourself to, but I didn't do it the way I wanted to do it, or I didn't do this, or I said I was going to save this amount of money, but I didn't reach that. Instead of focusing on the negative, focusing on the positive of saying, but I did it. I got to day 61. I completed this journey. And then what I discovered is that at day 61, I was able to reflect reflect back and say, was this the right habit that I needed to focus on? Because sometimes it wasn't. Sometimes I would set habits and I'm just like, "Mm, 
I'm not, you know, like, a, like trying to run, right? It's like, okay, so, okay, you did the walking, you did your physical activity. Now let's try to run for, you know, every day. And I was just like, I'm not a runner, you know? And I had to, and I had to realize that in, you know, in the midst of this habit, or even I tried the keto lifestyle, right? I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do keto over 61 days. And at the end of the 61 day, I'm like, yeah, this is not sustainable for me. So okay. it's a, it's a point of, not necessarily just just doing it and saying okay this is, I'm gonna be doing this for the rest of my life it's getting to the point of saying is this something that I can stick with and wow. what part of this can I stick with when I the last one that I just did was water so this is my goal my goal was to drink uh one of these every single day this is a gallon of water Lolita so I did it and and at the at the end of the 61 I'm like how that I can't do a gallon every day but <laughs> I can do four of these, right. you know what I'm saying? Like the point is that the habit that I wanted to build was increasing my water intake, Right. whether it was going to be one gallon or four bottles, it's I'm increasing my water intake. That's the habit. And right. so it's, it's a lot of things that by the time you get to day 61, you're able to look back, you're, you're able to reevaluate, you're able to determine what works and what doesn't. And then what I also discovered is that in a challenge, I start uncovering other habits that I need to build in the midst of it, right? So when I was doing the water, I'm like, okay, you know what? You're doing all this water, but you're not changing your diet. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's kind of counterproductive, right? You're doing all of this water, but you're still eating like crap. So it's like, now my next habit is like, okay, e, you got to work on like your physical again. You need to focus on your health. So we talk about like these five focus areas as well that really helps kind of drive where your focus is and what habit that you want to really start honing in on. So it's five focus areas and it starts with relationships. It's your health, it's your business, it's your personal growth and it's your finances, right? Mm -hmm. So what I discovered is that every habit that we operate in, whether we're, whether it's good or bad, will fall into one of these categories. Mm -hmm. So once you really start determining what category do I want to focus in on? Do I want to focus in on my health? Do I want to focus on my money? Is it my business? Is it my relationships? You know, once you determine that, then you can really start streamlining what habit do I want to possess in those areas that will help me transform my life within the next 61 days. And so that's that talks about at the, at the top of the book, you know, what area do you really want to focus on for this cycle? So you, Lolita, you said that you were doing the challenge. Have you determined what, ha what, what focus area you're going to hone in on? So it's going to be my finances to start with. Yeah, it's going to be my finances to, to start with. Being an entrepreneur, um, yeah. 2020 hit hard. Yes, it did. 2020 hit hard, but it was a period for me from 2018 through 2021. And, you know, getting back on top and getting things moving. And I mean, since then, I wrote another book and, you know, it's been, it's been some really, really excellent things that God had planned that I didn't even see coming that yeah. uh, positioned me for better, you know? Mm -hmm. And so uh, 2020 with all of its challenges, it was still so many blessings if you were looking for God in it. Oh, so many blessings, Lolita. Yes, yes. I, mean, I can't even count them. So many. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So I love, I love the five, um, the five uh, areas of focus yeah. because those are your essentials for living. 
it is. You know, um, the, the one thing that I would add to that, it would probably go under um, your personal growth is mm -hmm. your spiritual growth. Absolutely. Um, because that is what you're talking about a lot. You're talking about how, um, how God impacts in the midst of it all. The Holy Spirit reveals himself in yeah. the midst of it all. You, can, you continue to use the word discover. I love that word because us as humans, we can have a tendency to believe that we are so in tune with who we are until life hits and then it's like oh well whoa and i didn't know and so when 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 yeah. <laughs> come on here so i am just so grateful i'm really really grateful for this book but finally i just want to talk about um the three rules that you had used to yes. help you to be successful mm -hmm. in this process called the 61 day challenge to better habits so yeah. what did what what are those and what did that look like in yeah. real life? Oh, so in real life, it was a lot of trial and error and me and me failing at the 61 day challenge and then also winning at the 61 day challenge and discovering like, oh, this is why I was successful this time around. And so one of the first things and I actually I actually learned this from. Um, one of my uh, business strategists that was just kind of helping me, helping me build out my business when I went into her office for the first time for my own like entrepreneurial side of it, you know, I was just kind of very scatterbrained. I didn't know, you know, what, what I really wanted. And so she set me down and we kind of went through um, some strategies about how to build out goals. And one of the things that I left that meeting with was you have to quantify Esther. You have to set goals that you can measure so that you're able to track them. And so when I started the 61 day challenge, that was the number one rule was that I cannot go into this being vague and being afraid to be specific, right? And so when we talk about those New Year's resolutions, sometimes they're just so big and so vague, but you have to be as specific as possible. So the number one rule is to set measurable goals that you can quantify and you can actually determine, am I reaching my goal? Am I on task? What do I need to change? Do I need to start pivoting? Do I need to adjust? And you, you're not able to do that when you're vague, right? right? And so the the first one that I did was a 15 minute. So I said, I'm going to, the measurable was 15 minutes a day. Uh -huh. The quantifiable was I'm doing it at a specific time uh -huh. and I'm doing it for the 61 day challenge. So I knew every single day at 12 PM, when I put on my, my shoes, I got to go work out. You know, I had some, some things that was able to trigger outside of my environment that was like, okay, oh, it's lunchtime. This is workout time for me, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's the measuring part of it. So whenever you go, and this is not necessarily just for the 61 day challenge, but if you are setting goals, right? I know that right. your listeners are, are goal oriented people because right. I know you are, right? And so right. when you are going into goals, even we're, we're about to exit out of our Q1, we're going into Q2 and in corporate America, we're already at Q4, right. right? We're already in 2022 when it comes to what our goals are looking like. But if you're going into Q2, then what, and you're trying to figure out what my goals are, making sure that you are quantifying them, making sure that you're saying, I want to get from X to Y by Z. Right. Right. That's how you quantify your goals. I want to get from here 
to hear by a deadline. Give yourself a deadline. And that doesn't mean that if you don't reach that goal by the deadline, that it's all a wash. It just means that now I need to reevaluate. Did I set my goal too high or did I, was I lazy or is it something that I could have, you know, put more effort in? So that's the first, the first sacred rule is making sure that you quantify and measure your goals. The second one is accountability partners. Right. Essential. There is no way that I can do this by myself. Right. And I've tried, I've tried to do the 61 day challenge where it's just me, myself and I, and I'm trying to hold myself accountable, which is good. You should be accountable to yourself. But on those days where you lazy on those days where you telling yourself, girl, you, you know, you've been doing it for 20 days Esther. you, you can take a break. You deserve that cake girl. Don't even, you know, those days because they happen is when your accountability partners really come into play because they're the ones that help you keep keep you focused they're the ones that says you slipping e now you said that you was gonna do it like this and you're not doing it like that right we need people in our lives to hold us accountable because again if it was up to us we we wouldn't do it you know we wouldn't hold ourselves accountable to completion and so the accountability partner is so important that's why we actually started a, a, a private group on facebook specifically to just kind of have a support system for people because some people don't necessarily have accountability partners even this book in itself is an accountability partner. It is. It is, right? I'm like, this is why I want you to read it every single day because it's days when I don't feel like doing it that I will read an excerpt and I'm like, okay, this is exactly what I needed to like, just get me refocused. And so whether it's the book or people, you have to have somebody that's holding you accountable. Right. And then the last one, which I think is, I call it my bae. I was like, if I had to choose one, this would be my bae. (laughs) stop hanging around unproductive people right like you cannot you know back to back to that quote of from from my good friend omar inspire people inspire people if you are not inspired if you are not motivated and you're hanging around the people that are unmotivated not accomplishing goals then guess what birds of a feather flock together right so either you're going to they're going to pull you in or you're going to pull them in. And it's probably going to be the first because you're not strong enough to even determine that they're not even holding you accountable and that they're not positioning you and motivating you to your next level. So making sure that you are surrounding yourself with people who either are already where you want to be, they are on the same path that you are in, you know, and so they are, they are, you know, miles ahead of you, or maybe a step ahead of you, or y'all are walking together. But right. the point is that if you are hanging out with people that's behind you back here, it's not going to work. <laughs> like you, you just, you can't, you have to limit your time with that. There's this, um, I don't know if you've heard of, it's called the 33% rule. The 33% rule says that 33% of your time is, is how, how you should divvy it up. So 33% of your time should be invested investing in others right mm-hmm. so if you are a mentor making sure that you're pouring what's in you into someone else right. the other 33 percent is around your peers right people that keep you inspired right. and then the other 33 percent is investing allowing people to pour into you so right. you are surrounding yourself with people who are motivating you inspiring you kicking you in the butt saying you can do it you can do better than this right you know, like they're they're pushing you to the next level some of us are spending more time pouring out right. and we don't have any people, anyone pouring into us. So we feel empty and we feel depleted. Right. And you know, like 
I'm helping everybody else, but who's helping me? And then you have those people that even as your peers are not necessarily even giving you the drive that you need. So you feel lackadaisical, you feel stuck in your career. You don't feel like you can move forward. You know, so it's so important to really be able to make sure that you have a solid support system, accountability, you're measuring your goals and you're surrounding yourself with people who inspire you. Awesome. 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 I love that. I love that because we all need it when, as you were talking, number one really speaks to smart goals. Yes, it does. It speaks to smart goals. And then you talked about the accountability and, you know, um, influence is so major. Yes, it is. I mean, because we, we don't get to, we get to choose who influence us. We yeah. don't get to choose whether we're influenced or not. That's we're right. going to be influenced. That's right. We get to choose who does it, mm-hmm. you know? And so um, I just, I, I love it. Y'all got to get y'all book. Y'all see this? The 61 Day Challenge to Better Habits by Esther Calloway. Get yours today. Esther, can you tell them where exactly they can find the book? Yes, absolutely. So you can actually find the book at the61daychallenge.com. When you actually order it from my site, you get a signed copy. And with the purchase of a signed copy, you also get the digital copy for free. And so it'll immediately be in your email once you hit that purchase button so you can start reading it. And then I sign every book that I mail out through the site and you'll get that in, you know, within three to five business days after you purchase it. You can also purchase it on Amazon. Um, so you can do the, the digital as well as a hard copy on Amazon, but it ain't signed, y'all. So don't, don't come <laughs> looking at me mad because you ain't getting a signed book. If you want to sign, go to the website, the61daychallenge.com and that's the number 61. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So this was this was just awesome. And audience, I hope that you guys really, really got a hold of, she dropped so many nuggets just in our time together here. You cannot imagine what is within these pages on a daily. And so you have got to get out and get your books. I got mine, y'all. I got <laughs> mine and I started April 1st. So I got a couple of days to dig into this thing. Thursday, April 1st, I start my journey. Yes, so- and I'm starting mine too. I'm I know, right? Challenge. Yes, so we are all kicking it off again on April 1st. So y'all go get the book so that you can join in with us. Lolita, I'm gonna make sure that I add you to the Facebook group Please so that you can just be around the, the women and men. Um, this, is, this is another thing. This is not just for women. This is not just for men. This is not just for adults. This is for, if you can read and comprehend, <laughs> your, my daughter's 16. She, I wrote this book for her. I wrote this book for her because I'm like, I need you to have the tool that you need in order to transform your life daily, even as an adult. Like you're not too young to learn how to build habits. Um, and so, you know, I, I remember coaching an eight-year-old he was talking about how, how he wanted to be a basketball player. And even just from an eight-year-old mindset, I was able to help him drill down to what habit do you need to do every single day in order to accomplish that? Right. And he was able to say, I need to practice for 15 minutes. Like it's, if you're able to comprehend and if you're already actively doing, you know, creating and building habits, whether good or bad, then this book is for you. Awesome. I love it. Okay. So Esther, any final words and we're going to get off of here. Yeah, you know, I just want to encourage everyone to not quit on yourself. I and and I have to remind myself of that every single day 
but really do some foundational work and understand who you are in God. And don't allow anyone or anything to deter you from the promises that he has made for you. They are for you. And so with this book and with this challenge, you know, I just, I want, I want to hear your stories. I want to make sure that this is actually working for you, but I believe that it will. And just don't give up on yourself. Whatever your goal is, whatever, whatever trajectory that you want to see in your life, you are able to do that. And I trust you. I trust that you can do it. And I trust that you have the power inside of you to get it done. I love it. Thank you, girl. You be dropping those. Where's the gym? <laughs> Thank you so much, Esther. Thank you for popping in. And even just your name is prophetic. Like you have come Ooh. to us for such a time as this. Yeah. You to help us in a, in a, we're amidst a pandemic and to build new habits, to create change and live a transformed life is necessary for so many people, but people have to get right here. Yes. People have to get right here. We have to have heart change and mind renewal in yeah. order to grab a hold of the things that are going to cause the future that we want to see to manifest in our lives. Yes. So thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your yes. And to the viewers, I hope that you had as great a time as I did with my girl, Esther Calloway. And I hope that you will too get your book, The 61 Day Challenge to Better Habits by Esther Calloway. Y'all need to see this whole book. Don't Y'all need to get it. Taking a picture. The61daychallenge.com. Go get your book today. So anyway, I love y'all. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you on the next episode of Navigating Life with Coach Love. Thank you, guys. See you, Esther. Thank you, love. Thank you. <laughs> Good night.